The idea of not skimping on myself brings me so much joy. I have skimped on this for a long time because I've been able to get away with it. I've been able to kind of push through. And I, this 2021 has been a year for me to look at where have I been skimping. And the more nourishment I'm letting myself receive, the better I'm feeling. And so I just keep looking for other areas. Where have I been skimping? And I don't want to skimp anymore. And I am so excited. Welcome to Messy and Magnificent, the place driven women come to elevate their career, health, and relationships. In here, we increase your productivity by replacing always being busy with the space to breathe. Hear your own wisdom and be part of a sisterhood that has your back. My name is Carly Fain, and together we're going to make sure that you have a doable plan and the roots to rise. Well, welcome back to Messy and Magnificent. It is your gal, Carly. And one of my favorite humans in the world is with us for this month of December, Anitza Martins. Hey, Anitza. Hi, Carly. How are you today? I'm doing really well. Extra well, because I'm hanging out with you. Thanks for being here with us. So if you haven't met Anitza before, she is an extraordinary human being that I have had the pleasure of knowing now for, gosh, we've known each other for a few years now, Anitza, and you've been on the team for a year and a half. Anitza was just recently elevated into a new role as our project manager for the entire company. We are so thankful that you're here. And if you ever listen to an episode and appreciate it, no, Anitza had a big hand in that. And so having you live, not behind the scenes, but with us is such a treat. So here's what we're doing in the month of December. And even if you're tuning in later on, I bet it's relevant. One thing that I find is that during this full time of year, going short and sweet is all we need in order to maintain the big three. And when I say big three, I mean thriving health or careers or relationships or all three. So I'm over here thinking about you and thinking about how could I be offering something that's really helpful for your big three that's also like a rich bite of dark chocolate. One nugget that you could put in your back pocket that would be really helpful for the rest of the week and the rest of the year. And I kept coming back to the equation from positive psychology. And I love the field of positive psychology because they study what's working. Other types of medicine or research or psychology, we look at ailments, right? We look at what's not working, and then we try to find ways to alleviate that. Well, positive psychologists for the last 50 years have been researching why some people thrive and then (laughs) telling us all about it so that we can replicate what's already working. And they have found the equation for thriving. Ready? That equation is P plus M equals T. When I say P plus M equals T, that stands for pleasure plus meaning equals thriving. So what I find, and I can speak to this from from real world experience, and I'm so curious if you've brushed up against this too, is if we have all of ones, we have tons of pleasure, but not meaning, we're not usually fulfilled and vice versa. If we have all meaning, but not pleasure, we don't thrive either. So I can't tell you how many times I've been at 30,000 feet on somebody's jet and somebody is cooking them, you know, their favorite meal in the back and somebody else is pouring their favorite imported glass of soda and their stylist is laying out their clothes and they're talking to me about their career goals and they're telling me how unfulfilled they are and how everybody's celebrating them, but they're not feeling great. They've got pleasure out the wazoo, 
but the meaning element is, is missing, right? And I'd be so curious for you, Anitza, because you work, you know, in a corporate setting and you're around a lot of driven people who really care about their jobs. But if you ever come across somebody who's got tons of meaning, they do all the right things, meaning they take all the work classes or they eat all the foods they're supposed to eat or they go to the gym regularly, and yet they're still not totally fulfilled. I'm going to call myself out. (laughs) (laughs) That was not, that was not me poking at you for the record at all. (laughs) Well, tell me more. Tell me more about that. I think that, so I'm 26 years old and for the last three or four years, I was really chasing meaning, but I'd lost all of the pleasure that comes with being a young 20 year old or living in New York city. And when I noticed I that part was missing, I would swing the pendulum in the totally opposite direction and only focus on pleasure because I'm like, I'm 20, I'm 23, I'm 24. I'm in New York city. What am I doing? And then I had no meaning and was still super unfulfilled. So I think I am a perfect example because 26 and I want to do big things. So I want to have a lot of meaning, but then I also have to focus on the pleasure as well. There it is. And isn't it true for all of us, right? On some on some scale, thank you for your authenticity because I think you're modeling the invitation to just keep checking in gently, right? If we're feeling like we're not thriving, just to check in. Okay, how's my pleasure area going? How's my meaning area going? Do I need to shore one of them up, right? Is one of them calling for a little bit of attention? Anita had this brilliant idea, one of her many, to interview me for these episodes. So for the rest of the month, she's going to interview me asking one question about meaning and one question that is pure pleasure. And then we're going to want to know from you at the end of the episode, what stood out to you? What do you notice around this quick conversation about meaning or pleasure? And is one or the other speaking to you more right now? And we're going to want you to send us a review on iTunes so that we can give you a shout out or send a voice memo over to Anitza at Anitza at everybodythrive.com. We'll put a link to that right in the show notes so that you can be in this conversation with us. We'd love to have your voice on an upcoming episode. So Anitza, I am so curious. Where do we start? What's the first meaningful question? What have you got packed? Well, I was thinking long and hard about this and the holidays are coming up and there are so many questions on how do we survive the holidays? And something you mentioned a few weeks ago was how tradition can lay a trap, but I don't think I fully understood what you meant by that. So tell me, what does that mean? Uh, when tradition lays a trap. I am so glad that you brought that theme forward. Now, that's a phrase that was coined by one of my dear friends and an amazing teacher and artist, Susie Banks Baum, when she came into the Boundary Academy. So if you're new to hearing about the Boundary Academy, we run a school that helps women elevate their boundaries. And we bring in a different thought leader every month. And we brought Susie in and we were talking about this idea that Tradition, when done unconsciously, just because it was the way things have always been done, can lead us to exhaustion or worse. And there's lots of things that have become patterns and routines that we do just because it's the way we've always done them. And maybe that made a lot of sense for a period of time. And maybe right now, in the face of what's before us or you individually, it's time for something to be a little bit different. And I got to say, I was talking to a consultant the other day, a branding consultant, brilliant woman. And at the very end of the call, she said, 
my company, we take off from December 17th on. So I'm going to get you this proposal before December 17th, because then we go quiet. And I said, oh, I'm so glad to hear that you do that as a company. That's great. And then she goes, yeah, you know, our calendar was designed by the patriarchy when it creates this time of year to be full of all of these expectations, all of these pressures, when a lot of us are just wrapping up the year and we're tired from the year we've just had, or we want to be thinking about the year coming forward. And I thought that was such a brilliant way of explaining how traditions like our calendar can inadvertently lay a trap. And I mean, our cultural calendar, like the one we all share together, where there's specific holidays or rituals or practices that you or your friends or your family might do. But I also mean for each of us individually, each of our own calendars. And so it takes a level of daring to pause, right? And ask the question, what makes sense right now? Like in the face of what's before me, what makes sense right now? Maybe it made sense to make a big fuss out of you know Hanukkah or Kwanzaa or any other holiday when the kids were really little and you had little kids around. And so doing a big deal made sense. And maybe now they're older and they want something different or you're older and you want something different. And so just bringing in a little thread of thoughtfulness into this holiday season around, all right, what makes sense this year? Right? Based on where I actually am, what makes sense? Is there anything I might modify or tweak? And if not this year, one of the things that Susie shared that stood out to me was this idea of not striking when the iron's hot, meaning striking when the iron's cold. So if you're already entering the holiday season, you know, sitting around the Christmas tree on Christmas Eve might not be a time to announce to everybody that you no longer want to cook you know, Christmas brunch for the next day, right? Like striking while the iron's hot, probably not a good idea in that scenario. But if we need to discuss different traditions or different patterns, maybe we strike while the iron's cold. We notice, yeah, this thing isn't totally working anymore. How might we do this differently? And I'm going to bring this up in February for next year's December so that we can all be talking about this while everyone's in a totally different state and might be, might be more open to it. Does that answer your question about tradition laying a trap and the way we can look at the holiday season or any set of expectations, Anita? Because I think this applies to our work expectations. Where are there traditions that have happened in my workplace that might not make sense for me right now? Maybe I used to always have a Monday meeting for the entire team and the team has shifted or the needs have shifted. Does a Monday meeting still make sense? Should it still be the same duration? Should the same people still be there? So just pausing and daring to consider. Okay. I know this tradition. What makes sense right now? This episode is brought to you by the Boundary Academy. 15 years of coaching thousands of women has taught me that it doesn't matter how good our plans, our intentions are, our network, or even our access to external resources. If we don't have the boundaries we need to honor what we care about, we will always struggle with a lack of time, or energy, or money, or downright satisfaction. You see, women who have thriving, healthy careers and relationships know that boundaries aren't just something nice you get to later. There's something you practice gently now so that you have the later that you want. So you can get free access to the recording of the Boundaries Brunch we did right before the Boundary Academy opened. There's a link to it in the show notes wherever you're listening or head on over to carlyfane.com. And in this 45-minute class, you're going to learn the three mindsets that women with healthy boundaries already know and live into. Plus, 
lots of rich, candid conversation with thought leaders in the field of boundaries and women who are just getting started. There's nothing for sale in there. Just rich content you're not going to get anywhere else. Because that hunch you're meant to be doing something meaningful and enjoyable with your life and career, it's right. I hope you'll join me and women from around the world that are making having boundaries oh so doable. Thank you so much for explaining that because I think it makes perfect sense, especially when I think about tradition and habit. Tradition and habit are synonyms. And when you think about the workplace, habits are just how I feel like my day should go. And when something comes in that changes that habit or that routine, then I feel wonky. I feel like my day is off. I don't know how to get back to that. But knowing that, okay, what serves me in this moment? Like, what is it that I have to get done in this moment? What serves me in this moment changes that mindset altogether and allows for whether the new tradition or it doesn't have to be a tradition. It could just be what is good right now, this year, this holiday. So Carly, I also know that you find a lot of joy in the holidays and COVID 2020 and 2021 holidays have looked different. So where are you finding joy today? I love that question so much. The invitation to pay attention to where we find joy and to cultivate it and to lean into it, I think is really important because the holiday season has lots of joy for me and it has lots of other things for me too. So it was five years ago on Thanksgiving day when my former fiance was rushed to the hospital and two weeks later he had passed away. My nephew was born during that time. And then my former fiance's birthday happened all, you know, within a month span between Thanksgiving and, and Christmas. And so there's so much richness in that moment. And the reminder to lean towards joy is, is really important. And so if I'm honest, my, my excitement or my joy right now is I am going to be able to hear fully for the first time, we think really soon. So you might not know this about me, but I don't have full spectrum hearing. I've never have. I, I can't hear all sounds. And I have always just gotten by. And there's a much longer backstory to that for some other time, but I've always just gotten by. And it's made me a really good listener because I have to be really present and pay attention to all the little cues people are giving because I might not hear everything they're actually saying, but I can pick a lot up from body language or tone or affect. And so I just got off the phone with an audiologist and we're in the process of ordering me the the hearing aids, the equipment that I'm going to need in order to hear all sorts of new sounds. So I am super excited and super nervous at the same time. I don't know what I've been missing. And I know it's also going to be an acclimation period to suddenly be hearing noises that I've, I've never heard before. And I like peace and quiet. So it's going to be louder in some ways too. So I'm really excited. And just the idea of, the idea of not skimping on myself brings me so much joy. I have skimped on this for a long time because I've been able to get away with it. I've been able to kind of push through and I, this 2021 has been a year for me to look at where have I been skimping? And it started with little things that need to like TMI, but I would be like, why don't I just go pee when I need to pee? Like why, why send one more email before I need to pee? Like, why are you skimping on your bio break, Carly? Like go do the bio break. It started with these little things and, and the more nourishment I'm letting myself receive, the better I'm feeling. And so I just keep looking for other areas. Where have I been skimping that I don't want to skimp anymore? And I am so excited to maybe get to hear new things soon. So 
I can't wait to hear about your new hearing aids and how that just transforms your, or are they listening aids? Listening aids. Is that right? What's the right, what's the right term? I think hearing aids. That's a great question. They're all, all the audiologists are calling them hearing aids. So that must be, yeah, but you could say listening aids. I think that's great. Whatever devices, Um, whatever. They're going to be like, well, (laughs) will they exist before Christmas? Are you going to have the crackling of a fire or I wish everyone could see Carly's face right now because it was, it's legendary. Carly's reaction to that idea. I might hear like more of the fire. Gosh, I don't know what I'm missing. And isn't that such a big metaphor for all of us? Like, we don't know how good good is until we're there. Like, I don't know. But like the little sounds my nephews make that I don't hear. Or like, what does the zipper sound like when I zip up my jacket? Like, like what's that going to be like? Or, or what's it going to be like to not be totally exhausted after hanging out with people? Because my brain does so much work in order to figure out during conversation, you know, all the gaps, it's filling all the gaps of the words I'm not hearing. So what's that going to be like? So, oh gosh, for all of us, you know, what if we don't skimp just a little bit? We just gave ourselves like just a little bit more where we can. We can't get everything in every moment, but where we can. Oh, Anitza. Thank you so much. I'm curious. I'm going to turn the table for one second before we wrap here. What are you going to give yourself this holiday season, Anitza? Oh, that was a question I was unprepared for. I'm going to give myself the gift of not having to be the family fixer, just enjoying the holiday, just sitting and enjoying the holiday. And if it isn't ideal or if it is, or I don't know. I don't have to, I don't have to play that part. That isn't my burden to pick up or it's not mine to carry. So I am just going to enjoy the holidays for the tree decorating. That is the tree decorating, not the fighting that comes from getting the decorations out of the garage and (laughs) the cinnamon roll pancakes that my mom makes every Christmas morning because they are my favorite. So I'm just going to, that's the gift I'm giving myself this holiday season. Oh my gosh, the gift of not being the fixer. Thank you so much for being here with us, Anitza. I really appreciate you. And for those who are listening, I want to know from you, what gift might you give yourself right now? What does pleasure or meaning look like in your world? Really, give us a review on iTunes so that I can know what you're thinking and give you a shout out or send a voice memo straight from your phone on over to Anitza at everybodythrive.com. We'd love to have your voice in an upcoming episode. And remember, you thrive through nourishment, not punishment. Keep taking care of the meaning and the pleasure that gives you life. And we'll see you again next week. Thank you for listening to the Messy and Magnificent podcast and being part of this dynamic, life-giving community of women. I consider each episode part of a lifelong conversation of you and me hanging out, sipping tea together, making sure that all women become richer, more nourished, and able to keep on rising. So I'll see you on the next episode next week. But in the meantime, don't forget to head over to carlyfane.com forward slash podcast to get the full show notes. And I've also got some extra special free resources for driven women over there that you won't find anywhere else.